0: On this episode, we look at what people are searching for with the Pinterest lens. We also take a look at Chrome's new ad blocker, Snapchat Commerce, Facebook's 3D posts, and coffee selfies? It's part of the Britain Digital Update podcast for the week of February 19th, 2018. Now, when I was younger, there was no such thing as selfies. I mean, we had Pictures of ourselves, but usually we just handed the camera to somebody nearby and said, Hey, will you take a picture of me here in front of this fountain? And we'd hope that they didn't steal the camera. You know, there were times that we would try to turn the camera around, take a picture of ourselves, but there was no instant gratification to find out whether or not it came out. You had to take the film out of the camera, you had to bring it to the drugstore, you had to wait a week for it to be developed and then go pick up your pictures to see whether or not the shot came out. There were no digital cameras. And in that world, we survived without selfies. It was an amazing thing. These days you take like 25 selfies just to get the right angle with the right light so you can apply the right filter and try to make it look like an even better picture. All of that has a lot of us asking, at what point has the selfie thing gone a little too far? Well, that point is called ripples. Ripples is a new type of coffee maker that can turn your coffee froth into art. And yes, that includes selfie art. So how on earth does it do that? According to Forbes, it is an internet connected, fi enabled device that takes any image or message from your computer file and prints it out on top of the coffee froth that uses coffee extracts to make the art. So you can upload a vacation picture, it's on your coffee. You can upload a selfie. Anything that's on your phone or computer through a mobile app, you can upload, and it's on your coffee. Now this would be like super cool if you have a dinner party and you want to impress your friends, you print out their picture on on top of their coffee. Or if you grab the wrong drink at a coffee shop, well, you would never do that again because your face would be on it. However, it's $1,000 for this coffee device and $85 a month for the extracts, the coffee extracts, to be able to print the latte art. Although the $85 a month is probably not a big deal if you can afford a $1,000 coffee maker. Luckily, that's not a $1,000 decision you have to make right now because it's not available for private use. It's only available commercially. And apparently there's no shortage of people lining up to grab these devices. Some airlines are using them in their luxury lounges. Some high-end coffee shops in large cities in New York are offering up selfie beverages as well. But I don't know about you, I don't have an extra $1,000 just to put my face on top of coffee. So, now lucky for you, we are brewing up the latest digital, retail, social media, and marketing news. It's more rewarding than the Starbucks app. I know, I know. Let's just get to the news. So, a quick Google search shows that Google performs more than 100 billion searches every month. So, 600 million visual searches on Pinterest... Not huge when you compare it to that, but it's a super impressive number considering it was just a year ago that Pinterest officially released its lens feature to do visual searches. A Pinterest lens is a new way for users to discover your content and your products. It's something that brands should be taking note of. How does it work? Well, you can point your camera on your phone in the Pinterest app, Add an item, and it'll scan it and find similar things. For example, you have an ingredient for cooking. You don't know what recipes you should use it in. Well, you scan it with the Pinterest lens feature, and it'll bring up recipes that use that ingredient. Maybe your coworker wears this awesome sweater, and you want to find one just like it. You scan their sweater. You take a picture of it, and it brings up similar sweaters, some of them available for purchase. And it's pretty accurate, too. Pinterest says the most searched for items include tattoos, tattoos, nails, sunglasses, along with cats, wedding dresses, and natural hair. The categories that are most searched include fashion, home decor, art, and food. This week, Pinterest announced that they're also adding a text component to the visual search so you can give it more context. Like if you're searching for a piece of clothing and you type in date night, it might give you better context in the results. But with Pinterest, there's keyword and visual discoverability, so it's a huge opportunity for your brand to be found. How can you take advantage? Make sure you place your products on Pinterest boards. Not having them there means zero chance of being found, right? Especially through visual search. And since 93% of active pinners say they use Pinterest to plan their purchases, it's probably a good idea to set aside some time and get your products on Pinterest. Switching gears to a different lens snapchat lens features are a little different snapchat lens features use augmented reality to scan your face and that's where you do you know dog ears or silly masks on your face through snapchat now snapchat recently opened up its lens studio to everyone and it did so with 150 pre-made face lens templates so like masks and stuff you can customize it for an event like a party or a wedding and you can put like you know Jennifer's birthday party on there, or Jim and Lisa's wedding, and a mask so people can take pictures and have fun on Snapchat. Much like geo filters, it's geo targeted to a specific area for only a specific time, and that's how they charge you for it—a minimum spend of $9.99. But it's it's really fun. Also, Snapchat is starting to give us a peek on how they can drive revenue. You might have seen a few weeks ago Snapchat opened up its first e-commerce store. Inside the app, you know, those uh, dancing hot dogs, you can buy one of those as a stuffed animal, dancing hot dog. It doesn't dance. I mean, you gotta, if you move it around, I suppose it'll dance. Anyways, it hasn't been available for brands to use until this past week. The idea of commerce within Snapchat took a major leap forward when Nike created a special geofenced lens. Over the NBA All Star game. It happened at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It was really cool. It commemorated a famous dunk from Michael Jordan in one of the slam dunk contests. It was like the 30th anniversary. So fans could access that, but they could also, at the after All Star game party that was sponsored by Nike, they could scan snap codes, which are kind of like QR codes, but for Snapchat. They could scan these snap codes, and doing so, customers could order unreleased Jordans. That's a big deal. Unreleased new Jordan shoes. And they would receive the shoes by 1030 that night. So, like, they'd be delivered to the party, which was super cool. Everyone else has to wait until March 24th when they're released. If you had access to the Snapcode, you can order them within Snapchat and get them a couple hours later. This was a huge hit at the after party from Nike. The shoes sold out in 23 minutes. Although if you think about it, 23 was Michael Jordan's number, so there could be a little PR magic in that number. Now, besides selling out of the product and generating some social media conversation and amplification, what it did is it showcased the potential that Snapchat has for commerce. And it could be really huge for brands. Something we'll keep an eye on. Another big story this week was the Chrome ad blocker. They warned us it was coming. This month, Google released its latest version of Chrome, which now includes the built-in ad blocker. It officially blocks ads that don't meet the criteria that all websites have to follow from the Coalition for Better Ads, you know, the quality standards. Ad Exchanger reports that there are 12 different kinds of ads that can be blocked by this new ad blocker within Chrome, including pop-up ads, autoplay video ads with sound, full-screen scrollovers, and flashing animated ads, basically like the most annoying of the annoying ads. If a website has more than 7.5% of their page views that include a poor ad experience, Google's going to consider them in violation. They warn the website, they give you 30 days to fix it, and if they don't fix it, then they're going to block your site. According to AdExchanger, only 1% of website publishers are not compliant. So I'm not sure it's going to be a huge difference, but a lot of the websites that were warned in advance have already fixed the big issues with ads. I know, it's tough to keep up on all this news. If anyone tells you they are a social media expert, well, they're lying. And that goes for ninjas and gurus, too, because everything changes daily. Social media channels change daily. It's impossible to keep up on everything. I mean, there's always new features being tested, new features coming out. So unless you're like a digital update podcaster then it's impossible to keep up on everything. Lucky for you, I'm a digital update podcaster. So we've got some of the latest features being tested or being released. One of those is 3D posts from Facebook. This is something that is not going to be Super interesting now, it's going to be more novelty, but in the future, in the next year or two, this could be a big feature on Facebook, especially as augmented reality and virtual reality become more mainstream. Remember when Facebook first introduced the 360 degree panoramic posts, how you can swipe around in the image and turn around and see all the angles? 3D posts are kind of like that. You can move your mouse around and see the object in 3D at different angles. Now, think about it when you want to buy a new purse. You can see the product in 3D. Could be why Wayfair is an early adopter. Could have a big impact on commerce in the future. Another new feature being tested, Instagram is testing screenshot alerts. You've seen them in Snapchat before. When someone takes a screenshot of your Snap, you're alerted because it's supposed to be one-to-one communication. It's not supposed to be shared publicly. It was a really popular feature on Snapchat, and so Instagram by nature, has to copy it. It's currently just a test, but we'll see if that one is released globally. Now, how about this? Snapchat is gonna flip it and reverse it. They're adding a feature that Instagram has. Instagram beat them by a couple of weeks, adding uh, animated stickers. So Snapchat now has Giphy animated stickers, adds a little more fun and creativity to your snaps. I imagine that this could extend to your Bitmoji, too. Your animated pictures of you, if you use Bitmoji, it'd be pretty cool if they moved as well. We'll let you know if that ends up happening. LinkedIn added a new feature called Salary Insights. If you want to know if your salary is on par with similar positions at other companies, LinkedIn Salary Insights could tell you. They could also help determine if a new position is right for you by giving you salary ranges for a job posting. And another feature from Facebook, they're adding lists. They hope it's something that makes the news feed more personal. Could be a to-do list or a list of places you want to travel or even a list of birthday presents that you hope to receive to give hints to friends, you know. Uh, TechCrunch reports that the feature appears as part of the What's on Your Mind status update box. So whether you're adding a photo or a video or a GIF or a feeling, you can now add a list too. Now, there were other stories that we don't quite have time to get into that you can find on our Britain Digital Update blog online, including a new Guinness World Record set by drones at the Olympics. Details on Snapchat analytics that are coming soon. Plus, could Spotify create a smart speaker just like everyone else? And if you bulk tweet on Twitter, bad news for you. You can find that and more online at BritainMDG.com. Click on the blog section and digital update. Hopefully you feel informed. You feel like this was loaded with value. If so, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just search for Britain Digital Update and hit the subscribe button. Mm -hmm. We'll wait. I'm just kidding. That's a wrap on Episode 4 of the Britain Digital Update Podcast for the week of February 19th, 2018. I'm Dave Begood. Thanks for listening.